You got it. Yeah, you got it. Yes. Tremendous. Um, all right. Welcome back to the Freedom Chasers podcast, where every tale is a testament to the indomitable spirit of dreamers and doers. Today, we're about to unwrap a story that paints a picture, quite literally, of passion, innovation, and determination. She's the founder of Heirloom Traditions Paint, an author, an inventor, and an entrepreneur who shatters myths and molds her own path. Paula Blankenship is a shining example that age, education, or finances are mere numbers when you're armed with a drive and direction. Um, with a mantra that resonates with many, she doesn't get overwhelmed with the distant future. Instead, she asks, what's the next best step? Let's uncover the canvas of her journey, one brushstroke at a time. Paula, so honored oh, to have yeah. you with us. Oh, it's so great to be here, and I uh, can't wait to share my story with you and your listeners and uh Maybe answer some questions you might have about uh, becoming a entrepreneur in today's crazy environment of uh, being an online, uh, whatever you want to call me, a personality or whatever you become today. Everybody is one, I guess. But uh, I'd love to I'd love to share my story with you all and see if it inspires you in some way or helps you maybe grow your own business out there. Oh, it absolutely will. So um, we were talking a bit pre-show. Um, I know you have a wealth of knowledge. Um, and we're going to get into ESOP, which is your current passion. But before we get into that, I would love to talk about the story. Um, sure. What was the progression that led you to starting the paint well, company that you have? Um, you know, I, if you know anything about my story, I'm an, I am an, an entrepreneur from birth. I started in a business when I was very young and uh, had parents that were entrepreneurial. They never thought there was anything we couldn't do. Uh, they always helped my sister, myself. They had buildings and cash available and they would always help us, you know, get a little seed money together. So whatever we wanted to do, they said, all right, we're here to help you. And I was 16 opening my first store. Yes, I was in high school, didn't attend often, uh, was a high school dropout. Let's say quit on my, quit my senior year, throw you a curveball here, Tim. Um, but, uh, did, did quit high school, took my GED and finished school and, uh, went on to do some college later, but I realized, you know, I have a learning disability and I am dyslexic and school just was not my thing. I always thought I am forging my own path. Even from a child, I, I'd never fit the mold of the normal person seeking education. I wanted to be educating myself, but not in the traditional way. So, uh, mm -hmm. always breaking the rules probably would be the best way to describe me. And, um, so uh, every one of the failures that I've had through the years, I kind of, uh, this business, the last venture that I probably am going on here um, is a culmination of all the failures and all the things that maybe I'd perceived along the way as a loss. And uh, all of those things today, whenever I started this business 11 year, years ago in my kitchen, never even knowing I was starting a paint company. I was trying to do something to help my teenage son stay busy in the afternoons. He had started a high school. I'd moved to a city we knew no one to put him in a great school. Took a big leap of faith, heard about a great school, moved to a Louisville, Kentucky to put him in a school here. And uh, he was not happy about that. So I was trying to get his mind off of the move and said, you know, let's start this paint company and you can help me in the afternoons. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to learn about this. I had always had my hands in paint. I am a designer. I, had, I did go to design school, by the way. And uh, I always was working with my hands and in coatings. And I've been working in New York as a uh, commercial interior designer, traveling up there every other week. And of course, so I wanted to give my son something to do, you know, to keep him occupied and, and kind of also open up an entrepreneurial mind for him. So 
the paint kind of came about reading an article one day about a lady who had created a paint line. I thought, wow, I have such a similar background. I could be doing this. I have missed my opportunity. Well, I said, you know, maybe I haven't. Let's just check this out. So I started a little and uh, took some baby steps and uh, broke out my uh, phone, my Android at the time, and uh, started taking pictures of some things that I was painting. Uh, went down the rabbit hole of trying to find someone to make a paint product for me. Found that right in my hometown. Um, ironically, I had dealt with them in the past in a paint store that I had in Tennessee and uh, kind of had a camaraderie with them immediately, started working on developing a paint product and uh, started selling it to mom and pops via Facebook, just running little, not even ads, wasn't even running an ad, just putting up a picture of something I painted, put up a color card that I made, and I wasn't a graphic designer, but I made a cool looking color card. It uh, launched a ship and put this up there. You know, the old uh, thought I see often that people, I, I see this, so many entrepreneurs will speak about this. If you if you have your product perfect before you launch, you've waited too long. And I'm here to tell you, there was nothing perfect about my product. <laughs> uh, the best thing I had was that uh, color card. And outside of that, all the rest of it, I, it was all necessity that I had to come in and make a label, start figuring out how to order cans, jars, whatever. And, uh, you know, it was after I had someone wanting to buy the product. Before I even had any of those things figured out, but I figured them out because I had a customer standing there. So I was, uh, you know, just kind of opened up and I always had a goal of uh, having 500 retailers reach that in about five, six months uh, overnight. It was just an amazing thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. And um, never dreamed that was going to happen. And I, I always had in retail, if you've been a retailer or know anything about retail, you sit and watch the door of your business. And I had done that all of my life, you know, since I was a child. Like I said, I opened a retail clothing store, but later ended up in the furniture business with my sister. And we would sit and watch the door for someone to come in and, of course, turn on the sales, figure out what they wanted and try to close some sort of a sale. This was the total opposite of that. The dynamic was just a feeding frenzy. It was people coming at me, at me, at me. And I had never felt that before because of, again, watching a door in a small town, watching, waiting for the next car to stop and come in. So all of a sudden I have created something I'd never experienced. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. Is, is it the internet? Is it Facebook? Is it the, is the picture I took so awesome that people can't, can't find another paint out there? Uh, you know, and it was just, I couldn't, couldn't stop this um, wave that was happening. So it was like a, a, a ball rolling downhill. It was picking up momentum and I just grew with it. The growing pains began really early and I just kept on. We have moved our business six times in 11 years. Keep thinking we're moving to the next big thing, next big warehouse going to uh, take care of us. And uh, we, we never get through the lease that we're not having to break the lease and moved to the next location and uh, finally ended up buying property in a small town out of the city, of course, and uh, got down into a little small area that had an undeveloped industrial park and ended up buying a lot of land there and built a wonderful business there, campus there that were up to about 110,000 square feet there. So um, that happened just again, one foot in front of the other, making a good decision every day, not knowing 10 moves ahead, but knowing what's the next best step. And I totally believe that that is the methodology to grow a great business. You don't need to know 10 steps ahead. And those who think they do uh, don't have, don't have that knowledge. They are thinking they have that knowledge, but uh, mm -hmm. 
just to do it, do the best, do the best you can. And, and, and when that's not the right move, go in and fix the problem. You know, you can't know that many steps ahead because this world is changing so rapidly. And online, of course, opened up a lot of competition. Everybody can enter in, uh, you know, including myself. I have to look back and go, uh, <laughs> how was this gap available that Sherwin Williams and Bayer and Valspar and all those people left a gap in the marketplace just enough for someone to look at that and see with the pain points. And uh, that's what we did. And we solved some co- customer angst out there. And we just kept play- we just kept playing on that until we have built a ma- magnificent brand, honestly. And we help people Absolutely. solve their problems. And that's the thing that big brands don't do. They don't have that reach. They don't try to reach that person individually. And we started teaching online using uh, the tools that we had, of course, Facebook, Facebook Live, Instagram, Instagram Live, all the platforms becoming live. We became our own QVC and uh, were able then to reach out to the person painting their kitchen and answer them live. And, uh, you know, who has that ability? That's only happened in the last few years that that's even available. So it, it, it was all, you know, everybody likes to say the word luck. I hate to say it was luck, but there was some luck involved there. Uh, those things happening at the same time. Uh, I always like to look back and go, was, the, was there an opportunity for me without all of the social media? Some, but was it this caliber? No, couldn't have happened without mm-hmm. those things happening. And uh, as, as much as the Zuckerberg and all those guys take the hate out there, you have to also say they've also made the playing field for companies like myself who couldn't have, I couldn't have advertised enough to build a brand and couldn't have afforded to do that without some return. And uh, this was immediate return for us. So it gave us, gave us what we needed to fund the business, bootstrap it from the get-go. So here we are today. So, Absolutely. You got another question. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was about to say, what a tremendous <laughs> intro. I have a hundred questions. Well. Um, so thank you for filling in the details there. Um, what a journey. Um, so you had mm-hmm. mentioned this, so I would be remiss if I didn't ask, because you mentioned the growing pains and you also mm-hmm. mentioned the luck. This run up is insane. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> 500 <laughs> stores in five to six months. Those growing pains had to be intense. Um, oh, and they were. Just for anybody listening, I I used to hear that growing pains are harder than slowing pains. And I'm just like, yeah, that is a first world problem, right? And then you experience it. And then you're just like, oh, wow, because you're literally stumbling forward. Um, it yeah. is hard to keep up with the, the army chasing after you. So how did well, you manage to get through stores, the growing pains? Just, just so you know, very small yeah. mom and pops. It was an opening order. And then the, then the product began to sit there, you know, because they, they thought because they brought it in, it just runs off, jumps off the shelf. Well, that's where the uh, model changed and, and evolved because we thought that once we had all these retailers in place, small retailers, that they would begin to teach and show and share how to use these multi-stepped products. Well, there was a lot of failures involved here, multi-step product for one, um, and people teaching and sharing the message as I wanted them to, or as I was instructing and trying to help them. Everybody's not a teacher. Um, even though they are a retailer, they may not be a teacher, and that's okay. Um, we thought that we could make content online and they would share it onto their own social pages. But remember, a lot of these people were not inept um, with social media, for instance. They didn't really know how to share or understand the need for sharing 
posts and so on. So they weren't building an audience. And so these products didn't sell like the sell through wasn't what they hoped it would be. And I quickly recognized that that was an issue. And we began to uh, put our products on our website. Well, that was a conflict because these folks, again, you're like, okay, uh, we have a product in the store, but yet you're selling online to the same people in my town. Well, we had to solve that. That was a huge growing pain for us because we had to cut off our own revenue to uh, make this happen because I finally decided that, you know, 500 stores sounds like a lot. And about half of those were truly buying product and rebuying products. And uh, another half of those were not doing anything. So we were locking up basic territories, if you want to look at it that way and saying, hey, you have a um, you have a territory, 30 mile radius around your business and no one else can sell the product there. All right. We were signing these little contracts saying that basically giving them some territory that uh, they could kind of claim. But here we are selling on the Internet. So a lot of companies have faced this through time, but we were maybe a little ahead of some in this in the paint world anyway. So I decided that we would just uh, stop doing that. We're just going to quit selling wholesale and we're going to go direct to the consumer. And uh, we'd even gotten the product into hardware stores, gotten into do it best hardware. Same exact thing there. Um, you have uh, these re- these retail hardware retailers putting the product on the shelf, buying it out of the warehouse. And uh, they were also not wanting you to sell on the internet. So we were going to go broke in the process of that because there's no way in the world that uh, I could say, I'm happy with this number. And my business was growing, but then I would reach a level that we just could not break through that level. So it was, you know, they, they just didn't get it. So I realized that uh, selling it ourselves, controlling our own destiny and selling direct to the consumer was the way to go. Of course, Amazon leading that way and looking at them as uh, the giant here. I said, we got to get on Amazon ourselves. We're controlling and manufacturing this product. We control the brand and let's drive it that way. So that's what we did. And uh, uh, it's been nothing but amazing since that moment. No more struggles. Unbelievable unbelievable the change that made in our business and if you are listening out there and you're trying to sell through wholesale uh, I encourage you to get out there and check it out and go direct Uh, it is the way of the future and you will see an unbelievable change in your business learn digital ads learn them yourself learn how to create your own content and then how to put up your own ads if you're going through an agency Um, I can't tell you how many thousands and thousands of dollars that we wasted going through agencies that never did show any of the analytics to us never showed. I'll I'll roll it back, Tim. Uh, You know, when we didn't know anything about doing our own digital ads, I pulled the plug on wholesale. I just went out and turned the camera on and said, we're going to sell this product to you direct. And uh, Mm -hmm. we had a Facebook group of, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand at the time. And uh, that, that was going to be our only source of revenue. And uh, it was then it was it was at the moment and at the time I was like, it's now or never. We can't wait till we're any bigger. We can't wait until we've hired more people and grown any bigger. We got to cut it off now, cut it off at the knees. If we go broke, we go broke. But we if we're going to change and flip the switch this much, we got to totally do it and, and just own it. And that's what we did. And my husband, of course, he about had a stroke. Um, to know that all of a sudden we were not going to sell another dime wholesale. And uh, it was it was a rough time, but uh, instantaneous change. In the next year, our business went from struggling at $1.4 million in sales, as much as we could do, eke out of it, uh, to about $4.5 million at the end of the year. And the next year, we were hitting the $10 million mark. 
and it's been nothing but uh, phenomenal growth since then. So I'll just give you those highlight numbers right there. Just so if you're listening, mm-hmm. where we were struggling to hit that 1.4 every single year, we just could not get past that. And actually one year took a back slide there, hit about 1.3. And uh, if we had known COVID was coming, wow, uh, what a place to be in. If we hadn't have done this, of course, it would have closed our doors. We would have definitely not been able to survive that hit. But because we were an online business, we never stopped working, never missed a day of work. And of course, our sales were skyrocketing during during that time. Uh, we gave people something to do, helped people, encouraged them to paint in their home and did lives every day and tried to encourage people overall, not just about painting, but to talk to our audience. And, you know, everybody was feeling it. And uh, we just tried to help people get through it. And we did. We did. We gave them something to do, too. And they painted stuff. So <laughs> kind of an amazing, amazing thing. If we hadn't have done what we did, it hadn't have put that into motion and went through the pain of that, we would not be in mm-hmm. business today. So, again, that next best move, you know. I, I couldn't see 10 steps ahead. I could just see one ahead. And I took that chance and rolled the dice. And it turned into something remarkable. And then little did we know that COVID was shutting everybody's doors very soon in 21. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're totally right. Um, there's so many people that create this long, thorough business plan. And it's like, <laughs> that's tremendous. About 10% of this thing might actually be useful in the future. Um, <laughs> um, I love what you did there. Um, basically. Yeah. Yeah, right. It looks great. It looks great. You're going to figure things out along the way um, that you had no idea that you were going to have to do. So, I mean, it sounds like addition by subtraction was so, so important to your model because you had these 500 clients and you mentioned like half of them weren't even good. And a lot of people, they, 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 they put too much that they look at. Yeah. They look at that number, 500. It's an impressive number, right? I have 500 stores, but I mean, if only 50 of them are really, really providing value to your business, it is worth reconsidering. And I love how you went direct to consumer, but I also have to highlight the challenge because anybody listening on the front end, they they Mm -hmm. see what you accomplished in the first six months and they're just like, boom, amazing. Your life changed like that. And, And even when you have overnight success like that, the growing pains are tremendous. And it's so hard to keep up. I I, I have to reference the book Shoe Dog. I don't know if you're familiar with it by Phil Knight. But Nike, um, obviously, everybody knows what Nike is now. And it's a multi-million dollar company, if not a billion dollar company. But they went through some struggles. And it was not like one year. It was multiple, multiple years. They were just eking by for forever. And that's Mm -hmm. more the norm. Um, (laughs) Like that is more the norm. Um, mm-hmm. Like when you finally do make it, it usually comes after years of struggle. So thank you it so much for than, sharing that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. A lot of people think it's just, oh, go in business and write that business plan. And it's going to go right to the letter of how you wrote it. And everything's going to work out just like you've wrote it out there. Well, I'm, I hate to tell you, I've never written a business plan in my life ever. Never written <laughs> one. And uh, I guess maybe that's a blessing and a curse, but I've never, ever sit down and wrote a business plan. As, as many things as we've been through with banks and all that, never produced a business plan. Never. Mm-hmm. I've shown them our sales and I've shown them our, <laughs> uh, you know, our, our, our profit and loss sheet, the P&L and, and those things, but never written a business plan. I've made some projections, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Plan. Everyone who listens to our show knows Matt and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom, 
Many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times you have watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did, but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. And the results prove this. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secret that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is why we have opened up a few one-on-one coaching slots with Freedom Chasers Coaching, where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are and where you want to go and most importantly, how you want to get there, where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are, where you want to go, and how you want to get there. The benefit of working with Matt and I is that we are interviewing between 5 and 20 successful people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and gotten the inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We are able to work with you to pick the strategy that will fit the best and then help you create the custom plan and steps to take you quickly into financial freedom. The fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us, and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. Well, you not can't. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> they know projections are important. Not worth a crap, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, because even projections, right? Because that's mm-hmm. that's all they are. They're projections. It's yes, a it's a hope. This is what the math says, right? Right, right, right. And it's nice yeah. to have that information. It's valuable information, but it is it's not valuable. a good, it's not a perfect indicator. I think it's a better, yeah. it could be a good indicator. It's not a perfect indicator. Yes. Because COVID might happen. And trends um, and all that, you know, but uh, you don't realize the things that come your way. So, uh, and I hate to keep talking about COVID because I like to put that behind us all and uh, certainly put it behind me and, and our business. But uh, I, I can tell you, if you like to examine things and what it did and brought to your business, it brought so much um, horrible things that happened, but it also taught us so many things, how, where we were vulnerable, where we were, uh, you know, the next shoe to drop, who knows what that might be. It taught us to, uh, to really look at every aspect of the business. No one ever dreamed of the shortfall of chemicals because there was a freeze out in Texas where all the resin was made. Nobody knew that was going to happen. That happened right in the middle of COVID. So there was no containers to put paint in because everybody was using containers. Just so happened the one that we used, we bought them on tractor trailer load. They were giving the tractor trailer loads that allocated for us to people who were putting hand sanitizer in them. So how do you argue with that? So all of a sudden our container goes away. Then the container that we uh, had to switch to, they had cut the quality down in it so much it wouldn't ship any longer. It was coming back because the shipping uh, channels were just slammed with all the, everybody ordering online. Uh, everything was getting damaged and broken and bust, busted everywhere. Just amazing what we went through there. Of course, we switched containers. That all turned into be something wonderful. Now we have a great container because we were forced to look at another container. And uh, we also learned so much through the shortfall that um, just because we do a lot of business doesn't mean we're always going to get allocated resin. Um, We didn't even know that could happen. So uh, something called force majeure went into place during during COVID that says only people who are in the pipeline are going to get resin. And guess who got all the resin allocation? 
companies that were buying, you know, thousands and thousands of gallon and well beyond what we buy, which was Sherwin-Williams and, and the big guys. So it could have squeezed little guys like us completely out of the marketplace. Just thank God that we were able to start seeing this happening and started buying and buying and overbuying. We even built a building just to hold this inventory that we laid up so we wouldn't run out of product for our customers because we weren't want we never want to post we're out of stock of something and because we are the manufacturer so uh we just we just didn't want to get caught like that so we just bought and bought and stayed ahead of it and just pulled out of it somehow never had a day that we posted that we were out of stock of anything mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people were a lot of people paint shelves if, if you knew anything about the paint world uh, a lot of companies even home depot lowe's those guys had no paint sitting on the shelves because everyone were, were doing DIY projects inside, outside, and they totally sold out of paint. And uh, we could have sat right there and closed our doors again during that. But uh, thank God we had the foresight to start stockpiling it when we started hearing the word force majeure, which I didn't even know what it meant at the time. <laughs> Never heard that before. Sounds French, but yeah. um, <laughs> sound like disaster coming. But uh, yeah. we took our cash and laid <laughs> it up in stock. So absolutely well, either french or latin right um <laughs> well i think it means yeah. disaster ahead whatever it means that's what it sounds like um Forcing that's what it sounds like um yeah it sounds like something you don't want to happen that's for sure i i have to ask um so first off congratulations on having that foresight um you must have had those projections right, um, or at least in some <laughs> capacity. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. I have to ask. Um, obviously, this this type of um, run up, especially in a highly competitive industry, right? Mm-hmm. Sherwin Williams and Bear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it that you guys did differently, so efficiently that allowed that to happen? Well, uh, like I said, uh, well, uh, there's a couple of things that I like to point at that I like to think were important to the growth of our business. First of all, you don't know who owns Sherwin-Williams, have no clue. You don't know who owns Bayer uh, or any of those brands. And, and maybe it doesn't matter, but I put my face to my brand and I talked to our customers and I would, like I said, not counsel with them, but talk to them and let them know who we are, what we do. And we're honest about our products and, and what they do. So you can't have a brand today that don't deliver and uh, if not, if, if it doesn't deliver, then people are going straight to the Internet with it. So eventually you're going to be found out. So uh, the great thing is uh, about social media is we were able to build an online community. We have about 500,000 people in that private group. And we ask people to join that group because that's where the users of our products are. So it is a testament to the product. And it helps us. Uh, not just me telling you that it works, but it's all the people in the history there and the six, seven years of people using the product. That's one great thing that other that big brands don't have uh, the ability to do, I'm sure. Uh, and they don't try to do it. Now, they don't have that at all because that takes a ton of resources for us. You know, we have to have admin in the group and we have to help answer questions. And we are there and very present here. And the bigger it gets, the harder it gets. So and uh, creating videos and all those things. And we have about 7,000 videos online, if you can believe that. And, you know, they're not all long, lengthy videos, but about 7,000 tutorials teaching something online about using our stain or our paint product. 
Um, and the great thing is we did with our paint. I, back whenever we, I first made this paint product, there was a very popular idea that chalk paint was what people wanted to paint with. Well, that's the product that I developed. It was multi-step, multi-layered, required waxing and all those things. Lots of labor and lots of, it was a look too. It wasn't just about, you know, painting your cabinets with latex paint. It was, it was uh, more crafty looking. So that was the first paint that I came out with. And I quickly realized that these retailers weren't going to teach how to do this and it was going to be me teaching it. But I also realized that the consumer out there was very weary of all of those steps and all of those layers that went into creating something using a chalk type paint. So uh, about halfway through this, getting into the Do It Best warehouse, I said, you know what? We can't put this product into Do It Best because it's going to sit on the shelf. Nobody's going to teach people how to use this. They've got their brands they are already selling sitting there. Why would they send a customer over to this brand that they know nothing about? You know, these paint people work in these stores, been there for years. They're not going to talk about a little no-name brand sitting on the shelf. Um, so it's, it's going to fail if we don't change something. So I set out to find a chemist, found a chemist in North Carolina who helped me develop the all-in-one paint. And that's where we have made magic. And it is what it says it is. Everything in one can. There is no need to sand. There's no need to prime and there's no need to seal this paint. It works for indoor, outdoor, it paints leather, metal, glass, vinyl, wood, everything. And you don't have to take all those steps. And uh, people are like, oh, that don't work. Crap. Or won't you just go buy Sherwin Wims? They got something just like it. Well, they don't. Um, and the only way they will ever find that out is if they will buy or get our free sample. And if they go to our website, they'll see the free sample offer. We'll send you a eight ounce sample of the paint and you pay $6.99 shipping, that that sample will paint your front door. It'll, it will paint a vanity, covers about 40 square feet. So people get to go, wow, that little can painted my front door. So that's another amazing thing about it. Um, you can paint a kitchen with a quart, a small kitchen. Uh, and before most people say, I bought a gallon to paint my kitchen last time. Well, this little quart will paint your kitchen. So it has so many different properties than just a normal acrylic or a latex paint has. And it's extremely durable and scrubbable and all the things. It cures extremely hard and uh, it also is flexible. So that's how it paints leather. It still has some bend to it without cracking and peeling off. So those things weren't out there and took me two years to develop that paint. When I did, then we really had something to talk about. So our um, customer acquisition for the free sample has been the best thing we ever did because it puts it in people's hands. It also gives them our free color card so they can see all the colors that's another thing, Tim, color. Color is the biggest hangup for people to choose. What do I paint? Okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. If your wife sent you today to Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever, and you walk in the door and you say, she sent me after white. Well, here's all the whites. There's about 3,000 of them. What shade of white would you like, Tim? Um, and then you finally do point at one. And right or wrong, you just give up and say, I'll take that one. And then they say, what finish would you like? Eggshell, satin smooth? Would you want to <laughs> flat? Do you want interior, exterior, cabinet paint, bathroom paint, uh, mold, and mold and mildew resistant paint? Um, you know, you, your head will spin off because the person behind the counter has been trained very little. And they're not there to help you pick color. They've already been told don't help pick color because people, if it's wrong, they have to take responsibility for the color they chose. So... 
we have, I'm, I'm a designer. That's what I do. Um, and color has always been, I'm going to guess my biggest gift as far as the paint world goes color. I'm good at it. I'm an artist. I paint and color has always kind of been my thing. And, uh, I said, let's help people digest why a white lives on our color card. We have five whites and each one of those whites has a reason to be there. It's not just because it's cute. Uh, each one has an undertone. So there's a grade white. There's a a warm white. There's one in the middle, a taupey undertoned white. There is a cool white and a true white. So all five of those have undertones and it's easy to talk about. So I can help you pick the right white and I can tell you why you need it. And then take that to colors. We do that with grays, warm grays, cool grays. And we do it with fashion colors like white, maybe greens are trending right now and they are. So we show you the best greens. We have 36 colors. That's it not 36,000, 36 period. And it is the best 36 colors out there. So that's <laughs> another element uh, that helps people. And it sounds like it's limiting them, but they need limited because they don't understand mm -hmm. the color wheel. <laughs> They're never going to, they just want somebody to say, what's a great gray that people have used on their cabinets. I don't know. Um, and then they can go in that group and see 500,000 people over there using it who have posted about using our color called Oxford. And they can put in the word Oxford and search and see all the kitchens that maybe one of them looks like their kitchen. Got the same wood or the same granite or the same wall colors, whatever. And, you know, the customer's posting what their before and after photos. So it sells itself in that respect. So it's, it's helping Absolutely. people over the color hurdle that, that really helps them. Really. Yeah, you'd be amazed how much simplifying things will do. Um, yeah, and like there's, there's there are way too many colors, right? Yes, like yes. I, I flip houses, and I just I know the color <laughs> that I want at this yeah. point. But at this point, and that color changes right. obviously <laughs> as fashions change, right? Like you that's can't right. go in like I need gray, I need I need mm -hmm. modern gray. Like it's what the it's heck is it's that? ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I'm with you there. Um, yeah. I love how how you used free. Um, to grow your business on almost every level, right? You got yes. the free samples, which I have to commend you for. I used yep. to work at McDonald's when I was much younger. And and they obviously spend more on advertising than just about anybody in the world. They spend sure. a ton of money because they're everywhere. And they would have conferences for assistant general managers like me. And they'd be like, you know what? We spend all this money on advertising, but we get far more return when we give stuff away for free, like free coffee Mondays. People will come in for the free coffee, but they'll buy other things. That's the secret. That's true. It's a great way to get people to try things that they would right. never try before. Um, and, and you could get hooked, like McDonald's coffee. It's good quality. Um, people that go to Starbucks, they, if they try it for free, they might just keep going to McDonald's because they'll get the same thing for half the price. Mm -hmm. um, so free is amazing. Free community too. Um, that 500,000 people community is so tremendously valuable. And not only that, but free content. You're telling them how to use your product. That's and you right. mentioned free that was content. a pitfall. Oh, absolutely. Because not only now, whenever we gain their email or their text number, we are able to send them a complete library, all by category of all the things the paint will, will work for. And they can paint their tub and shower. They can paint their leather sofa. They can do all the things. And there's a video library of all the best videos for each of those. So now in one spot, we can send them this link to the library. They just scroll through and go, oh, I want to paint my tub. And just there's the video. So they don't have to dig all over the internet to find it. So uh, that's been tremendous. Also, even one step greater is I have decided to do free color 
consultations. And I've been doing that. I uh, have my calendar opened up to where customers can send me their room. And I actually go through and help them choose a color if they're hung up. And I don't like to see people hung up and not knowing or having the confidence to pull the trigger on a color. I help them get through and do some screenshots of the things that are permanent or fixed in their room and show them what color works best. And it's been an amazing thing for me to do. Of course, it's time consuming and uh, not always easy. But um, for me to squeeze those in, I do four a day all, all through the work week. And um, I'm going to start doing emails versus calls because the time that takes me to do a call, I can do several emails in that same, same time frame and do more. So I'd like to do more because there's so many people out there who even buy the product who never put it on because they're still worried. So to help people remove that fear and know that they're doing the right thing in their room, sometimes I can just show them a visual and say, here's your countertop with your floor. Here's the color you've chosen, you already bought, or maybe you are going to buy it. Here it is, all mocked up together. When they see that, they say, that's exactly what I want. Now they know, and they can move on in the order process or use the paint that they already have. So that's been a good uh, sounding board for me, getting, getting a lot of customer feedback and uh, hearing from people who've been following us since 2015 when we first came online. I hear so many wonderful stories and people say, I've followed you since uh, day one. And, and sure enough, they have. They, they have really been there. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, we didn't really get to get into ESOP here. Um, okay. So we'll have to see if we can get you back on. Okay. But I mean, the paint story was worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. And we do yeah. have a lot of people that flip houses. Um, so um, if anybody try wanted to get in touch with you or try your new paint, maybe not new, but no, you know what new. I mean. Yeah, sure. um, maybe try switch it. over from Sherwin-Williams. It sounds there like you go. got some cool things to offer in, in, in their place. Um, what would mm -hmm. be the best way for them to do so? just go to allinonepaint.com. Just spell it out. A-L-L-I-N-O-N-E paint.com. All in one. Allinonepaint.com forward slash free sample, but you'll see it there as soon as you visit. And uh, we also have an app, but just, just check us out online. And uh, also we're at Amazon. So Amazon Prime and uh, FBA. So we do both. Or we're also fulfilled in, from our own warehouses too. So we're there. Check us out. I think you'll love it. You can't get the free sample on Amazon, though. <laughs> there you go. Go right to the source, direct to right consumer. To um, yes, for sure. That's a hell of a domain name, too. All in one paint. That was a fine. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, it was. Let me tell you. I can sell that and retire if I'd like. <laughs> I would, that does not surprise me. Mm -hmm. um, well, there you have it. Obviously, okay. anybody out there flipping houses, this is super pertinent to you and, yes. and for real estate agents. When you're mm -hmm. telling your, your, your clients that they should spruce up and do a quick paint job, they could do it with just a quart. Oh, um, absolutely. So, Paula? Trust me, they can do the whole kitchen. And guess what else? It paints countertops. And um, I told you I'm an inventor, and I'll throw this in here very quickly. You can paint countertops, tub showers, everything with this paint. So uh, it, it is a miracle in a can, and it will help so many homeowners if you're selling uh, or if you've bought something and you've got an ugly tub shower you don't like or a fiberglass garden tub or whatever, you can change the color without ripping it out just for f just a few bucks. And the countertop thing is phenomenal. I am uh, an inventor, like I said before. I made a wonderful little tool. It's called Faux Paw. And you put it on your hand, just a piece of silicone, and it looks like a stone pattern. And you roll on and follow my little videos, and you can... 
make a countertop look like stone and make them look re really, really believable. Even co uh, concrete countertops, we have all of those. And you can make your concrete countertops right on top of the Formica with no forms, no counter, no concrete to pour. And uh, they're really gorgeous and they hold up extremely well. So check that out too. So I hope you do, Tim, since you're the house flipper. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I'm going to. I was about to say, that sounds tremendous. Imagine <laughs> how is. much easier it'll be to refurbish a Formica countertop and make it look like a concrete one without yeah. pouring any concrete. That's mm -hmm. tremendous. You have me extremely intrigued. Um, Paula Blankenship, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Thank so, you much so much for giving us a deep insight into your life and into your business. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, for having um, me. I look forward to hearing it online and any questions, just uh, post them. Love, love to chat with you guys. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your week. Absolutely. You too. And then to those of you out there chasing freedom, freedom is accomplished one action at a time. Um, don't waste all your time focusing on your 10-step plan and your 200-page business plan when really all that matters is the next step. Um, figure out what's next and go do that because the step after that is going to change. I could promise you that. Um, <laughs> tell somebody you know that will help hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. You clear? Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 